Good everyone and welcome to today's Living Life. Have you heard the phrase um, slash idiom saying, um, do as I say, not as I do. Do as I say, not as I do. Now this phrase or saying implies that the speaker is imperfect, except, accepting that they are imperfect and makes mistakes and that no one should follow their advice uh, or, you know, but people should follow their advice but not imitate, you know, all of who they are. Now, this sounds wise and practical, um, but it's also kind of disappointing because, you know, especially these days, more and more people are using this sarcastically, right? Basically saying, of course, you know, what I teach is not what I actually do, right? So don't follow what I do, you know, do as I say, do as I teach. But what they're doing is making excuses for themselves, right? And, it's let, and it lets them off the hook for not really trying especially what they are saying, what they are teaching. This is not good at all. This is a bad example. Paul never said anything like this, nor would he ever say anything like this, because he actually did say, be imitators of me as I am of Christ in 1 Corinthians 11. And that is why, and in verse 2, he can go on to say, now I commend you because you remember me in everything and maintain the traditions even as I delivered them to you. He can say this with authority and power and credibility. So let's read today's passage and then we'll continue. Philippians chapter 2 verses 1 through 11. Therefore, if you have any encouragement from being united with Christ, if any comfort from His love, if any common sharing in the Spirit, if any tenderness and compassion, then make my joy complete by being like-minded, having the same love, being one in spirit and of one mind. Do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit. Rather, in humility value others above yourselves not looking to your own interests, but each of you to the interests of the others. In your relationships with one another, have the same mindset as Christ Jesus, who, being in very nature God, did not consider equality with God something to be used to his own advantage. Rather, he made himself nothing by taking the very nature of a servant, being made in human likeness. And being found in appearance as a man, he humbled himself by becoming obedient to death, even death on the cross. Therefore God exalted him to the highest place and gave him the name that is above every name, that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow, in heaven and on earth and under the earth, and every tongue acknowledge that Jesus Christ is Lord, to the glory of God the Father. Now, I don't know if you can tell from the last couple of days and even, you know, other times I do living life based on any of Paul's writings and letters is that Paul is my top role model. I love Paul. I look up to him so much. 
And one of the main reasons is, as I stated before, I wish one day that I could say with similar confidence to imitate me as I imitate Christ. I mean, you know, what more powerful thing can you say? Now, Paul doesn't say this uh, to the church in Philippi, to the people there, but he does implicitly. Everything Paul is advising in this passage and throughout this letter, Paul has already started to show uh, an evidence from chapter 1 as well, from the very beginning, from the very introduction, like I said a couple of days ago. I like to consider this passage as kind of a, the thesis statement of the entire letter of Philippians. How to be humble as Christ showed and taught us, if I was to just summarize it in one line. But um, what's, what I summarize simply as be humble is actually huge, right? It, it's huge and it needs to be unpacked. Um, and it could be done for a very long time, which you don't have time for. But um, you may have heard um, that love is the underlying motivator of what God does. And I think from the letter to the Philippians is that humility is the underlying method or way of what God does. And we are called to do likewise, to live likewise. So how we do everything and how we live, permeating and affecting every area of our lives and, you know, and every meditation, thought and action. This is what humility should be doing. Humility is always respected, but not always fully appreciated. Especially true humility, as in godly, Christ-like humility. To be like-minded, having the same love, being in one spirit and of one mind with Christ, as it says in today's passage, is to be humble like Christ. Now, the thing is though, right, this doesn't even make sense to be humble like Christ because God doesn't need to be humble. Right? He doesn't need humility. I remember my professor in seminary, one of my professors saying that God is the divine egotist, the divine egotist, right? As in, he's the only one who is fully, legitimately allowed to be completely egotistical, self-centered, self-absorbed, right? Because he is the center of everything. He created everything. Without him, there is absolutely nothing. Now for us, egotism is negative, but when it comes to God, it's different, right? Um, in our understanding, egotism and humility does not, should not go together. It doesn't make sense. Be <clears throat> but to God, it does. Because God is God and we are not. We are not meant to understand everything, some things. Some things we actually cannot understand. I actually believe, this is kind of one of my, you know, theories, but um, I actually believe that this proves the truth of the Word of God, that you cannot make this stuff up, that humans do not have the capacity to be this creative. It doesn't make sense because it is divine. It is heavenly. It is godly. It is above humans. So we as humans do what He tells us and what He shows us. And thank God for people like Paul who understands better, who sees better the Word of God to help us understand and see as well so that we can live it. In verses 1 to 5, Paul practically breaks down uh, some of the components of what humility looks like in people. And I want to read you the, those um, verses or phrases in the NLT, which you have in your Living Life book as well. It says, so, you know, to be humble is to... Uh, well, here, don't be selfish, 
Don't try to impress others. Think of others as better than yourselves. Don't look out only for your interests, but take an interest in, in others too. You must have the same attitude that Christ Jesus had. And what was Jesus's attitude? In verse 6 of today's passage, and you know, these verses are some of the most famous and my favorite passages and like really powerful. The NIV in verse 6 says, um, Jesus, who being in very nature God, did not consider equality with God something to be used to his own advantage. The ESV says, Jesus, who, though he was in the form of God, did not count equality with God a thing to be grasped. This verb is a little more telling. Now, there's an even better translation, and surprise, surprise, it's the NLT. It says, though he was God, Jesus, he did not think of equality with God as something to cling to. Grasped sounds kind of majestic, right? You grasp um, a scepter cling to. And this is, um, you know, to, to all my studies and research, closer in meaning to the original Greek, right? Now, who, do you know who clings, right? Use this word descriptively. Kids and babies. Babies cling to their mums, to their parents, because they can only think for themselves. They cling when they want something. They cling when they're demanding something and they're upset. The divine egotist, would lay down his right to his divine egotism because that was the way to perfect love. How wonderful, powerful, and with the help of Paul, practical humility can be to us as well. Don't be selfish. Don't try to impress others. Think of others as better than yourselves. Don't look out only for your interests, but take an interest in others too. Let's ask the Holy Spirit to for us to see ourselves honestly and vulnerably so we can be like Christ. One of my favorite quotes when it comes to humility uh, is one that I came across quite a few years ago that says, being humble is giving up the right to be right. Giving up the right to be right. So when someone even offends you, as we talked about before as well, you choose not to be offended. You can choose. That is how you can choose not to be offended, by being humble. And in today's passage, very simply, especially with the NLT, um, we see how we can be humble. Four simple actions, four simple attitudes that we can apply today. Don't be selfish. Don't try to impress others. Think of others as better, higher than yourselves not just your own self-interest, but first, the interest of other people. Let's let these four points guide our thoughts, our heart, and our actions and speech today. Amen? Let's pray. God, we thank you for your word. We thank you for mentors and role models like Paul uh, that 2,000 years later uh, is teaching us, Lord. So we want to receive this word today uh, with a yes and amen. We want to be like you, Jesus, like your son. So help us, Holy Spirit, help us to see ourselves as we are. Sinful, very often selfish, very selfish. Help us to tune our hearts, our thoughts, and our actions and speech to you, O oh God, to be more like you. Help us to live out these words today. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 
시청자 여러분의 소중한 후원으로 제작됩니다. 